We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is a crowd podcast. <gasps> the Crimson Pimpernel. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to say Pimpernel, didn't you? Hi, I'm Joe Marler. And I am Tom Fordyce. And this is Things People Do. Some people do amazing things. On this show, we meet zookeepers, politicians, astronauts, and some people who do other things, like traffic wardens, removal men, cattle hoof trimming, because everyone is interesting if you ask the right questions. See, I used to hate people, but this podcast has changed me, and now I can't get enough of people and the weird and wonderful things they do. What do you think is the most stolen item in a hotel? Toilet rolls. Batteries out the remote. On the underground, there are so many smutty acronyms and words. I'm just like a fat geezer that eats chips pie in the morning and sells things on the market still. On the show today... Hi, I'm Ruth. I'm a painter decorator. Are you using a roller pole? Roller pole. Roller pole. A roller pole. Uh-huh. What's a roller pole? <laughs> Big pole. <laughs> when you burn an orange, what colours it go? Burnt orange. Are you laughing because I said Phil Holtz? He is, Ruth. Yeah, <laughs> you've spotted exactly what has just happened. Elephant's breath is real. Yeah, did Wouldn't you elephant have really stinky breath? It's making me emotional. Emotional. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I wonder what some of the worst decorate houses are she's ever seen. And I would like to know if she's ever dropped a tin of paint on someone's carpet. We'll ask her. Welcome to Things People Do. Hello, Ruth. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Great to see you. Very nice to see you, Ruth. I Thanks. did expect you, probably foolishly, to come in overalls. My friends did suggest that I come in overalls. Um, did they? Because I own a, a bright pink pair. Mm. And with the Barbie film, I've been rocking them recently. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I do get some funny looks when I go to the supermarket after work. Just bright <laughs> pink overalls. But, um... So that's not just a stereotype. You do actually wear overalls. Not well, for fashion, but for work purposes. Yes, I don't wear them all the time. Oh, um, most of the time I turn up in scruffy leggings, but I do own pink overalls and also a nice bottle green pair as well. Huh. I do like to stand out as if I don't enough doing this job. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna touch on that because I'm gonna say you're under thirty. You look like you're under thirty. Yes, I turned thirty in April, and oh. not. Not what I was expecting. No? When Ryan said we've booked Ruth, the painter and decorator, I went, right, a few things to unpick here. Female to begin with. Mm -hmm. Stereotype. Mm -hmm. Definitely banishing that one, haven't you? <laughs> and you're under 50. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, thanks for noticing that I'm female and under 50. That means a lot. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy, I'm gonna enjoy having Ruth I'm going to take pause. that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, okay, um... Why? Why? Why did you become a painter and decorator? I, I ask myself that question quite a lot. I decorated from a young age, weirdly enough. My mum was... Legally? A, no, like child labour. 
<laughs> my mum uh, is a big fan of decorating, so I've got memories as young as 10. We'd just do it at the weekend, just make over the, a bedroom or a bathroom yeah. or whatever, yeah. How many, and we, did, you, did you live in a castle? How many rooms are you making well, over? My mum's got this really annoying habit and now she's passed it on to me that she decorates a room every two, three months. She's, really? She's, every two or three months? Yeah, she sees a colour she likes in a magazine and she's like, right, I'm doing the kitchen in that tomorrow, I'm going to go buy the paint. And now I do it. I like that attitude because I'm someone who would like to do more painting and decorating. I'm stopped by two things, Ruth. One, I don't know how to do it. Mm. And two, it just seems like a massive ball lake. What do you mean you don't know how to do it? I don't know how Careful to do it. Careful with your words now. I'm just about to put my foot in it here <laughs> and really insult our guest. Not only have I done a shit assessment of what she looks like and how her age and her job, etc. Tom, why don't you know how to decorate? You buy a tub of paint, you get a brush and you slap it on the wall. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> come on, Ruth. <laughs> Don't hold back here, please. <laughs> Have you done any decorating projects yet? I do most of the decorating, actually. And how does that go? Uh, <laughs> I've had positive feedback from my nine-year-old. Oh, and great. Seven-year-old. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> fuck, it's hard, isn't mm. it? it is hard. I do enjoy it. Mm. It's very therapeutic. Have you actually done any painting, Tom? <laughs> I used to help my dad when he was doing it. Mm. But not like as what, I think that would mainly involve writing messages under the paint. Yeah, or wallpaper. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And mm. then looking forward at the age of eight to someone discovering that in what felt like the distant future. Yeah. That you'd written your name under the wallpaper. I've discovered messages from the sixties under wallpaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And like height charts, you know, when you mark the top of kids' yes. heads when they grow. Yeah. Really cool. You're telling me as an adult you've never done any decorating. We moved into a house that had just been decorated. And that was fine. <laughs> we didn't do it. Oh, this will do. That was fine. That was it. Leave it as it is. Yeah. Bonkers. <laughs> that is bonkers. My mum will faint when she hears that. <laughs> I, I, I do love a bit of decorating. I love mm. it. Once you get into it, usually yeah. if your headspace is good and yeah. usually the kids are out and I can just crack on with it, move yeah. all the furniture, get it all set up, mm -hmm. get the lino, what is it? Dust sheets. Dust sheets. Yes. All, the, all that out, get all the gear. And then I can crack on and yeah. I can lose myself in it. Yeah, music on. Yeah, yeah I love it. Mm -hmm. But then after I've done like half a room... <laughs> you lose interest. I'm like, fucking hell, I've got to cut in and do all this shit. And I'm like... But it's hard work. How do you, you must be really passionate about it to... Yeah, I think um, the satisfaction of seeing a room that really needs a bit of love on a Monday morning and then by the Friday evening I'm leaving and it looks ten times better... See, I it's... always think that with a painted decorator, Ruth, because, so this film studio is where we record the podcast. Mm -hmm. In the studios downstairs where they literally are filming big stuff, they're always painting them, Joe, aren't they? They're um, painting backdrops. Yeah. And there's something about the smell of fresh paint, Ruth, that is the smell of optimism and fresh yeah, stars. Yeah, see, I can't smell it anymore. <gasps> I've gone nose blind to paint. Nose blind? Yeah, because people say to me all, all the time, doesn't it smell amazing? Fresh paint smells lovely in here. And I'm like, can't smell it. It's just, Whoa. yeah. Which is quite worrying, I think. I've been around too much pain. I... a little sniff of your pen there, Joe, aren't you? It just reminded me that I should get my favourite smelling pen out of my pencil case. Can I have a blast? Because it... <laughs> <laughs> That's quite intense. Have a go on that, Ruth. Even with those nose blindness, it was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're all going to have a... Your nose blindness. We're all going to have a headache in a minute. It's a fresh one. It'll go on the way past. Should we... Just... <laughs> <laughs> sniffing your pens. I've just pictured us taking the podcast to a new level where we just... <laughs> Get random people on and all do drugs together and see how the episode unfolds. <laughs> but I know what you mean, Tom. The smell of fresh paint not only gives me a little bit of a high and often a headache mm. if you don't have enough 
Ventilation. Ventilation in the room. Mm -hmm. But it does have that smell of optimism. A bit like freshly cut grass. Mm. You're like, oh, this is going to look nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know where I'm going with it. (laughs) (laughs) Still a little bit high. Oh, God. So what what, what other jobs do you do in terms of... Is it just painting? It's not just slapping paint on the wall, as you kindly would. I knew that's, that's going to keep coming back to haunt me, isn't it? Right, as okay, it should. It's fine, yeah, um, good. Actually, the slapping paint on the wall is probably the easiest bit. So once you get round to that, once I, as a professional, get round to that bit, that's the quickest and easiest part. What's your technique for that, then? Um, what, for actually getting the paint on the wall? Well, yeah, surely we can break it down into painting techniques. Do you use brushes? Do you use rollers? Do we rollers? need to give Ruth a scenario here? So Ruth, you've described that lovely feeling of transforming a house. Mm-hmm. Let's say you've walked into a shithole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've walked into many. Okay, so <laughs> Joe, let's, let's, let's model some rooms for Ruth. I'm going to give you, Ruth, almost doomsday. It's a room with wood chip wallpaper that's been up for ages. That's scenario one, Joe. What else are we walking into in this house? My two boys' bedroom who's got holes in all of the fucking walls from where they've just been lobbing shit at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's paint, there's crayon markers Ooh, everywhere, crayon. all over the walls. Mm. There's sticky sticker residue, you know what I mean? Like there's gunky, all, yeah, yeah. Gunky shit like that. And then there's all these stuck stars. Oh, you know, the glowing glow in the dark. Yeah, stars, oh, I love where those. I've put the... Rather than doing it like with a bit of blue tack, I've done it with the harder stick-on stickers. Okay. And then it peels the plaster and shit off if you try and take it off. So mm-hmm. they've been on there for about eight years now. Okay. We just sort of paint over them. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's their shithole of what their room looks like at the minute. What about, <clears throat> we, should we give her a third? Let's start you off with those, Ruth, okay. and then we can go deeper into our shithole house. Okay. <laughs> Sounds delightful. Yeah. Uh, Woodship wallpaper, is that coming off? Yeah, yeah, we're going to get rid of it. Get, you get rid can of choose it. how we're going to, but you we're going to modernise this house. You want nice smooth walls? I think so, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be able to touch them. If, if for any reason we're doing something with our hands up against the wall and we want it to be like yoga. <laughs> Wall-based yoga. <laughs> I, always... I want the wall soft. Yeah, please. soft. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the wood chip can come off, but it's a question of what's underneath. Um, so wood chip mainly is put up to hide imperfections in walls. Right. So... Or I have stripped it from a house that was just put up as sort of a fashion statement. It was bizarre. The walls underneath were perfectly fine. They just ch- they just liked the look of it. How'd you get it off? The steamer. Steamer. Um, oh yeah. But if it's a really, very satisfying. Yeah. But if it's a really old house, the steamer can damage the plaster underneath, and oh, that's no. the last thing you want because then that just comes off with the paper. So what you can do is just soak it in water, and then just scrape, 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 and it can take you take you a week to do one room just to get the paper off. Now, yeah. hang on, does it take you a week? It does. Or do you just say it's going to take a week because that bumps up the fucking job by four days? To, to get it all off, if it's on the ceiling as well, which it sometimes is, um, and then underneath you've got all the wallpaper paste residue that you need to clean off the wall. If you're just going to paint these walls, it needs they need to be clean. They can't have any paste left on. So it needs a proper clean And then a sand and then fill in any holes. So it's not just a case of grabbing the end of the paper and... Are you laughing because I said Phil Holes? <laughs> he is, Ruth. Yeah, it's exa- you've spotted exactly what has just happened. <laughs> as innocent a phrase as Phil Holes. And it's a big he's... part of my job, filling holes. <laughs> <laughs> just catches me out of the blue sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So that's the stripping of the wallpaper yes. that you've done there. And you've prepped it all, you've sanded it. Yep. Um, you filled... And 
Then what? What's next? Um, so you've got to think about the skirting boards. What about them? Are we? Ke- oh, sorry. Are we keeping the skirting boards? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Ruth. Yeah. We'd like to keep our skirting board. <laughs> okay. So it's a case of looking what condition they're in. They're probably if it's an old house with wood chip on the walls, they're going to need a good sand. Or maybe if they've got layers and layers of really old gloss, they're going to need stripping right back as well. What what fineness of sandpaper do you tend to use? Oh, I like to go for an eighty if oh. they're really bad. Okay. And then increase the gradient as I as I go. And do you have like a sponge that you wrap your sandpaper around? A sanding block. But it's when it, sorry, Tom for. The novices in, <laughs> in the room. Uh, it's it's not like a hard block, and it's not like a soft sponge. It's in the it's in between. A hard Quite. sponge. Oh yeah, it's more like a hard sponge. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so you do that to the skirting, would you? Yeah. Say that the skirting was in good condition anyway, mm-hmm. but it still needed repainting. Yeah. Just because they wanted a different colour or a fresh coat, mm-hmm. would you just give it a gentle sand anyway to help the paint? Grab, yeah. help the paint stick better. Help the paint adhere to it, yeah. So you give it a light sand. Because uh, you got to think most most skirting, <laughs> most skirting boards have got like quite a shiny finish. Mm. So anything with a shine to it, paint isn't going to stick. Really? Because it's got that shine. So oh. you, if you slap paint on top of that, it's just it's going to chip off, it's going to scuff. So sand it back, coat of undercoat, which is good, really going to help it adhere and make it really long-lasting. And then your top coat. You have to put undercoat on. Yeah, a lot of people skip the undercoat stage, but it's yeah. really, really important. Is there not like a one, one, one wipe, one, one, <laughs> one dash, one paint that does it all? One, but no, like what's eggshell? <laughs> <laughs> Eggshell's a type of paint, and it can be used on walls or woodwork. If it's used on walls, it's really hard wearing. I put it on. Um, I painted a pub. So I used eggshell throughout because it's wipeable as well. So if someone spilt their pint over the wall, you can just wipe it straight off. And why is it called eggshell? Do you think it's because it's got eggshells in it? Possibly, because there is... Is it is... sheen? Has it got a slight sheen it? has got it? a sheen to it, it do, yeah. yeah. it does look a little bit like an egg sheen. Do it you like an eggshell, eggshell John? Uh, John, your John! Sorry, <laughs> my, John's going to be my son's Three friend. years! <laughs> Three years we've fucking known each other and you're calling me John. John's. John. Let me try again. Let me try again. Joe, do you like an eggshell? As in the, the actual eggshell or the paint eggshell? The paint. Either or. I do, yeah. I use eggshell paint. Um, Is that your go-to? For my skirtings and my door... Frames. Door frames. Mm-hmm. For my mm-hmm. door frames. Good Is that right? Yep. I don't undercoat them. I should un- undercoat... You should undercoat them, yeah. I wonder why they look so yeah. shit still. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I think you'd find if you like scratched it with your fingernail, it might come away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah. It comes away really easily, actually. Yeah, that's why, because there's no undercoat. How many skirtings and frames in your house have you done without using undercoat? All of them. So you got to do the whole lot again? Or just live Well, with no, it. I'm hoping this episode goes really well and I pay an extraordinary amount of money for Ruth to come all the way from Abbas Westworth. <laughs> what is it called? Oswest Street. Oswest Street. <laughs> Oxford Street. Um, Cross Wasworth. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. So please, can we make this episode go really well? For sure. And just don't say anything inappropriate or upset. You're worried about me saying something inappropriate? Correct. You've been on a funny turn lately, mate. Actually, yeah, there's been a few. You've been bringing in a whole lot of fucking weird shit. And I like it. I'm here for that. But I need Ruth to still enjoy us and want to work Got for your us. message Okay, understood. thank you. Excellent. <laughs> so where are we at with our room? How are we replacing... Let's say, Ruth, that um, the walls are actually okay underneath. Okay. What would give it a nice modern feel? So we would need to go in, clean off all the paste, give them a good sand, fill the holes... <laughs> and then go in with some sort of... Uh, I'd probably whitewash them just to make sure that no imperfections are going to come through again. 
So a whitewash is sort of like a, a tester, if you like, of what the walls are going to look like once you get your final colour on. So if I put a coat of white on and I see there's actually loads that I've missed during the prep, it's my chance to then go back and rectify it before putting the very expensive paint that you've chosen on. So you would you would paint the room yep. white mm -hmm. before painting it the colour that I want it to be? Yeah. Why? Because if you've chosen a really expensive designer paint... We've chosen Elephant Breath yes. by Farrow Pharaoh and Ball. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lovely colour. Which is costing us how much for the tin of that? Oh, well, I think about 80 quid. Fuck. 80 quid for... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. It's nice is it, paint. Is it a small room we've got in this? It is, and we've gone halves. Okay. All right, that's fine. <laughs> okay. uh, do you two live together in this scenario? We do, yeah. Yeah, okay. Whose yes. room is this? <laughs> this is a communal room, isn't it? Sounds this. Uh, okay. Oh, no. No, we'll get on to that, because we need to know how to put um, leather on the wall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, so this is just the office. Just enough, a TV room. Just TV room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Elephant's Breath, Fire and Ball. You spent £80 a tin on that, Yeah. and I use it on the first coat and realise, oh, shit, I haven't fixed that. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do that. And then it needs another two. I'm costing you more money. Oh, it makes Because we're going to need more fire and ball. Whereas if I just use a cheap white that I've got in the back of the van, so like it highlights... Im the imperfections you're looking for are like little bubbles you've missed yeah, little or a bubbles, little hole. That especially you... with stripping wallpaper. It's like the paste I might have missed cleaning off and things like that, So, which just looks like really textured and gunky on the wall. So that white coat is just going to highlight everything that I've missed, so, yeah. There's way more to it than just slapping a bit of paint on it. I know. No wonder I'm fucking shit at this, Tom. <laughs> and no wonder you haven't even attempted but it. At least you're doing it. I'm not even doing it. I think it's better that you don't do it. Just step away. Yeah. Well, they make a right pig's ear of it. Yeah. In this scenario, Joe, if you hadn't chosen Elephant's Breath, mm. Pharaoh and Ball, yeah. what would you have gone for? Because I think one of the things... I've got no excuse for not decorating, but one of the things that baffles me a bit, Ruth, mm. is the number of different names for paint that, to my eyes, looks white. Yeah. I've got a little list here, Joe. I'm going to read them out, and on this website, they, <laughs> there is a splodge of said paint underneath. And I want to t you to tell me if you can see, A, any sign of the name in the actual shade of the paint, which is all fundamentally white, or B, if you can see any difference. So these are meant to be the best white paint colours according to designers. Number one is Swiss coffee. Okay, look at the splodge there. Do you see anything Swiss or coffee-based about that? Well, it's, like? it's slightly, yeah, it's slightly co like the top of a, like a white coffee. Okay. Yeah, that's quite coffee-like. Show this to Ruth. Swiss coffee, Ruth. Yeah, it's a, yeah, milk. <laughs> it does have a little milky look about yeah. it. Okay, white you mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, number two, this is from Farron Ball. Yep. Strong white. Oh, that is one of my favourites. Yeah, that is strong. Because if you look at the background, Tom, that is white white, and that's strong white because it's coming through. It's actually it? got a little hint of grey in it. Has it? Yeah. It's that's quite what hard makes to it see. strong. It's quite hard to see on phones sometimes. You wouldn't really notice it was an off-white until you compare it to a bright white ceiling. So okay, let me give you another one here. This is Acadia white. That's the same as coffee white. Is that not the same picture as... Yeah, look. pretty much, yeah. They've put the same picture as coffee white <laughs> yeah, with white. Exactly the same, yeah. Why, do, why can't it just be white? <sighs> I don't know. There's so much on the market nowadays, it's crazy. How many on that list, Tom, have you got of different shades of white? <laughs> well, I'll just give you the names because I can see no difference at all. So obviously we started off with Swiss mm -hmm. coffee. Yeah. We've got strong white from Farrah and Ball. Mm -hmm. We have Acadia white from Benjamin Moore. White Dove. Yep, again. White looks the no, same. No, don't give him what he wants, Ruth. <laughs> if we, us artistic folks, have got have got that artistic eye, so okay. we can see that. How different is that one looking? White dove. That's the same as exactly <laughs> milk coffee. Are yeah. you not totally white from paper and paints? No, it's not. Shit name. 
or good name? That's not totally white. Okay. Happy with that one. Good. Extra white from Sherwin Williams. That's white, to be fair. Yeah, that's just that's that's toilet white. white I'll give you a couple um, Atrium white. How many whites do you want to give me, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just labor, I'm very labouring my point here, Ruth. Aren't people I? thought paint was boring. Decorated white. <laughs> it is by the end of my list. All white from Farrow and Ball. Can you honestly? Oh, high reflective white. Does Can you honestly have, tell the difference? Does it have the prices on there? So let's say we wanted Elephant Breath uh-huh. by Farrow and Ball, mm-hmm. but we didn't want to pay eighty quid for it, mm-hmm. which is kind of what me and my wife do now. We mm-hmm. get the Farrow and Ball catalogue or na- what another premium paint company? Uh, Lick. Pardon. Lick, <laughs> big big paint company, new to the market. <laughs> Google them. It's a genuine paper. Okay, so and they're like a premium paint yeah. company. Yeah. And you'd pay similar to Farron Ball. Mm-hmm. What have they got like crushed up bits of gold or platinum <laughs> or silver in their paint? You think is charging me quadruple for so, the fucking same thing? I think personally, I don't want to get cancelled by Farron Ball basically. Okay, fine. I don't want to miss out on any sub sponsorship opportunities. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> There's two qualities of paint. There's paint you can buy off the shelf in B and M bargains for a tenner. And that is a tenner for a reason. It's because it's got hardly any pigment in it. You're going to need to do 10 coats to get a decent finish. And you can spend a little bit more and get much more for your money by buying either trade paint, which is literally anything that has trade written on the tin, or designer paint, like Fire and Ball and Lick and Coat and whatever. There's not really much of a difference between designer and trade paint, and trade paint is a fraction of the cost. Can we get trade paint if we're not in the trade? Yeah, B&Q sell trade paint. What? Or if you go to any decorator's merchants, they'll sell you trade paint as a... Do we, have would to be we a still have to, like, dress up? No. <laughs> so we could go normal, like, yeah. look like... We could go in this hera gear, yeah, and they wouldn't go. You're not a decorator. Yeah, yeah, so they're, they're open to the public. Is it possible? And this feels like one of the urban myths around painting and decorating Ruth. Mm-hmm. That you can go to the posh shop and get your Farrow and Ball color chart, mm-hmm. and you can pop down B and Q and just go, which one of these have you got? You can go a step further. Yeah, you <gasps> can say, can you mix that color for they me? They can make it. Yeah, they can copy these designer paint colors into trade paint. Because every paint colour has a code behind it, and it's like a secret little code. And that code could be Elephant's Breath by Fire and Ball, and then it could be Beige by Dulux. And they're the same colour, they're just made by different companies and diff- under a different name. But the code is the same, so all they're doing is looking on their computer at what that is and mixing it for you. <sighs> but everything can be copied. Is Elephant Breath... Beige. I think it's a greyish. It's is... real. Yeah. Elephant's breath is real. Yeah. Did Wouldn't you know elephant that? have really stinky breath? I don't know. Apparently, it has a colour. Yeah. I thought elephant breath was green. No. Oh, I've got the wrong one, haven't I? It's like a grey. Oh, beige. I'm thinking of um, overtly olive. Uh, that's a Dulux one, is it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of nice. overtly olive. Can I give you some basic colours, John? I'd like you to farrow and ball it for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> blue. Le, le bleu. <laughs> Okay, hang on. Um, cradle of the Sea. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, blue is Cradle of the Sea. Green. Minnie's Meadow. Why Minnie? It's the only thing that came to my head. <laughs> okay, Joe, I'm going to give you two more. I'm going to give you brown. Throw enough on it at the wall and it will stick. <laughs> Completely different genre. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you think yours don't stink? <laughs> <laughs> so you're fundamentally trying to create the image of... Two people farting at the same time. The, the saying is, your shit, you think your shit don't stink. I know. That's not a fart. That's a that's Okay, a so shit. you're now making people think about shit on their walls. All right, your last one is red. <laughs> <laughs> Just go completely the opposite place to where your mind wants to take you. <laughs> the Crimson Pimpernel. 
You just wanted to say Pimpernel, didn't you? It's a well, great no, word. I was thinking because Scarlet, Pimpernel, yeah. mm. Scarlet is a shade of red, mm -hmm. but this is a different type of red more to crimson. Scarlet. It's more crimson, but we still wanted to relate it back to an 1850s novel, Crimson Pimpernel. Crimson Pimpernel. That's quite a farren ball, actually, really, Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a farren ball colour called India Yellow, oh. which is like a mustard. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. It's, but when you read the back... Hang on, show me your shoes, Tom. Yes. I think they're Indian yellow. They're India yellow, yeah. Oh. When you read the back of the colour chart, it tells you where the name originated from. And it's... Uh, well, surely that one's the easiest one to guess. You think? Oh. Uh, it's from some cows in India that eat a specific type of mango, which affects the colour of their urine. And that's what this colour is named after. Knocked you back a bit, that, So it? people paint their living room a shade of cow pee. Yeah. Yeah. And I... That has knocked me back a little bit, yeah. but given me hope that I think I've got a job yeah. in the future of naming paints for Farrow and Ball. I think there's someone on Farrow and Ball, just design team, just having a right laugh. You've got yeah. cow piss on your fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> do we want cow piss? We don't want cow piss. No. Do you want elephant breath or cow piss? <laughs> elephant breath is honestly going to be really stinky because they are not brushing their teeth, are they? No. Uh, there's another one called dead salmon. Dead salmon? Mm, dead salmon, yeah. Hang on, what does a dead salmon look like? It's like a brownie pink colour, if that. <laughs> I like how you've tried to imagine what a dead salmon looks like by shutting your eyes. And, and bursting your lips slightly. <laughs> <laughs> got a, that's a trout pout, that's not a salmon. It's like one's in the room. You've actually tucked your arms in as, as if to show that you don't have arms because you're a salmon. So what shade am I? Uh, it's like a brownie pink. More, not far enough, actually. Nailed it. Oh, that was nice. Okay. Where are we at with our room? I think we need to go into your room. We've done. We've sorted out the wood so chips gone, isn't it? What colour did we have in the end? Elephant breath. Elephant, Elephant breath. breath. Okay. Yes. Wood chips gone. We've had the whitewash underneath. Yeah. We've had the undercoat on the skirting boards that mm -hmm. been sanded with an eighty. I didn't know what eighty means, but you two did, so I didn't want to 80, say anything. Eighty <laughs> grit. Grit. So we've sorted out the TV room. Yeah. Now we've got to go to the boys' room. Okay. okay. And what's? Oh yeah. Okay. Um... But they've got some really hefty stains from all these things. Are you just doing the same? No. Or is that taking an extra coat? Depends what the stain is. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's all that, um, it's like grease stain and... Yeah. From where they've been chucking these sticky toys on the fucking wall and they get stuck. Oh, the ones that mm. flip-flop down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's loads of them, yeah. Um, you need a stain blocker. A stain blocker is exactly what it says on the tin. You put it on, it's really strong, smells quite bad. You use it in kitchens quite a lot around cookers where like oil's sprayed up. So if you just paint over grease or oil, it's just going to come back through the new paint because the emulsion that's going on the walls is made with water, so oil's just going to bleed straight back through. <sighs> emulsion. Yeah. One of my favourite words. It's nice, isn't it? Emulsion. Emulsion. Keep saying it until it becomes a very weird word and sound in your head. Emulsion. <laughs> emulsion. I've got so many different emulsions going around in my head. Emulsh me. It's making me yeah. emulsional. Emulsion. <laughs> <laughs> How much better is it? Emul I feel so emotional than I do emotional. It really paints the picture better. Literally paints the picture. I feel so emotional because it makes you get emotional. <laughs> so emotional at the moment. Emotional. Emotional. It doesn't matter. No, it's the better, same, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, emotional, are you? Or are you emotional? I think we've made a really important point. Um, so we're pretty much. Doing the same. Another guy in that. Yeah. Thank you. I am the middle, so I get I get double bubble. What are we doing? Like puff puff. Puff puff. 
episode on with a fucking permanent pen. I do feel a little bit high. Um, okay, so we're pretty much going to do the same with the boys, but um, I'd actually, we'd, we'd quite like one of the walls to be wallpapered. Oh, okay, wallpapered. Um, how difficult... <laughs> wallpapered. How difficult is it? Because I tried. I fucking tried. Mm. And then I had to get Daisy's nan... Eight years, eight years old to come and do it, and she fucking. Yes, it's a great. She said, "Why don't we get?" I'm sure she said to me, "Why don't we get Nan up?" She's. <laughs> He's good at this. Gone, so I'm pretty sure they came up and they did the wallpaper. What, are you, what were you doing? Jasper's first, I think I was at work, because I said, why don't I do it? She said, mm, it was so hard to try and work out. Yeah. I bought all the all the gear. Tell me tell me whether I, I did it right. Mm-hmm. I bought the folding table. Yep. The wallpaper table. Mm-hmm. I bought um, a, a wallpaper brush. Yep. I bought a bucket. Mm-hmm to put the wallpaper paste in Mm -hmm. and then I bought the wallpaper and you then try and put it out on that. Mm -hmm. You cut it with some scissors, I think, or you measure it thing. Then you paint the paste on and then you just slap it on the wall and it didn't work. (laughs) So So what have I done wrong there then? It depends on the wallpaper because modern wallpapers, you can put the paste on the wall, which makes it so much easier to put up. Because you, you paste the wall and you, you're quite generous with it and then you can slide the paper to get it mm. straight and whatever. Easier. Whereas if it's if you need to put the paste to the paper, it has to soak for about five, six, seven, eight minutes, depending mm. on the paper, mm. um, to let it sort of absorb. Yeah. And then you have to unfold it, which is quite difficult, and then stick it on the wall. So modern wallpapers are actually a lot easier to put up now than they were. You must be under quite a bit of pressure, though, if you're having to try and align up that pattern so it's exactly yeah. in line with it. I think as long as you get the first bit right, you're flying. Because it, it took me ages to learn when I was training. I hated wallpapering, but now I love it. Oh, you do love it? Yeah, I love it now because oh. it's so different. I don't get much wallpapering jobs. I think it's sort of out of fashion at Is the minute. It? Yeah. Not ask, not ask for it much, but I love it because it's so different to what I do normally, which is just slapping it on the wall. I'm Ellis James and I'm Colin Murray and in our podcast Everything to Play For we take a proper look at the greatest sports stories of all time we're talking the juiciest rivalries the bravest underdogs the biggest comebacks we are chucking a bit of context into the mix yeah real deep dives like bottom of the ocean oh yes do you want to do a PhD in Wayne Rooney then listen to this <laughs> podcast we are taking those big stories of the names that you know like Andy Murray and Wayne Rooney and Mo Farah and Arsene Wenger and Alex Ferguson but Hopefully, even if you think you know the stories, everything to play for will tell you stuff that you didn't know. Yes. And you can follow everything to play for on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can also listen everywhere from June the 10th and binge seasons early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. This episode is sponsored by This is Sparta. 
it's George Butler. To be more like George, go to patreon.com forward slash things people do, become an official sponsor, get bonus content and grow the show today. Can you get um, wallpapers that you can taste? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's like, like in Willy Wonka? Yeah, like surely in this day and age, we've developed something that we can actually go... What flavour you know, wallpaper would you have? Well, I'd have like different snacks on there. Yeah, like because the built kids, into the pattern. You know what it's like with the boys, where they'd like, can I have a snack? Can mm. I have a snack? And lick the like, wall. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you go lick the wall. Yeah. Just to have that. that and one. then you'd have a range of snacks, and it could almost be like the a very hungry caterpillar. Yes. Yeah. You just exactly eat your way across the wall. Eat your way across the wall. Yeah. yeah. Choose the strawberries. Yeah, you'd have to replenish it quite a lot, though, I imagine. So it's, it does. So we don't have that yet? No, I don't think so. Well, we do have now. Texas. Should we, should we do something? Should we yeah. get on yeah, to that? Yeah, let's get on it. Yeah, why not? You were going to go into texture. Texture. Yeah, I've stripped some snakeskin wallpaper off before, oh. and it was textured, and it was red as well, which has made mm-hmm. it feel a bit sex dungeon-y. It does yeah. a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, red snakeskin. Why? If we haven't got lickable wallpaper, well, yeah. you can lick it, just, it'll just taste the glue. Yeah. What about self-adhesive wallpaper? Or, I've heard, and this blows my mind, Joe, mm. that if you're moving house and you really like your wallpaper, sometimes you can take your wallpaper with you. Yeah, self-adhesive wallpaper. It's quite new, and opposed really good for renters. Apparently, you can just peel it off when you when you're moving out. Hang on a minute. If I'm selling my gaff, <laughs> and you, right, I'm selling it to you, mm. Tom, you come buy my house. Mm-hmm. Do your mates rates or not? Market the price value. is the price, mate. Okay. All right. You've come down. You look at it and you go, Yeah, I like this house. We agree a deal. Mm-hmm. It's sold. You come to move in. I've taken all the wallpaper away and the radiator. Why the radiator as well? Because that's what I did in the last hour. Okay. <laughs> how do you feel about that? Depends how I feel about the wallpaper in the first place. Yeah, but you've bought the house with that wallpaper. So I think it's I think that's crazy. I what if you love that wallpaper? Your track record of not decorating houses as well. It's given you a job to do. Yeah, it's oh. a you, for me, actually. You probably would have lived with that for right, yeah. 20 years. Another 12 years, yeah. <laughs> I don't really like it, but it'll do. <laughs> We've spoken about putting the wall on large surface areas. Yeah. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, two coats and that lot. Mm-hmm. Surely you show your worth with how well you can cut in. Yeah. Because that is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It's practice. It's all practice and a steady hand. What, what is it? What's um, so cutting it is with the brush, like where you meet the ce- the wall meets the ceiling, for example, or the wall meets the skirting board, and you need to get that nice straight line. So you cut in. So you, you cut in with in. the brush. So, so you, you roll the the large portion of the wall in the middle, but round the edges where the roller won't reach. Right, but you're not actually cutting, though, are you? No, no. No, that is deceiving. Yeah. But you cut you cut in with the paint, mm. not scissors. Right. You cut in with the brush. So do you, what? Do you use a smaller brush to bring it up to the level of the roller? No, your face says no. Oh, no. You, you use a roller? No, I use a big brush. Oh, all the way? Yeah. So like, no roller? No, sorry, all the way around the edge, I'll use a big chunky brush. It sounds less complicated than you two have made it out. Do you, You're just filling a <laughs> hole with a brush. I could have guessed that. Yeah. Do you cut in first or yeah. do you roller first? I cut in first. <gasps> I was trained to cut in first. And why? Is it more just preference of the painter or is there a reason why it should be cut in first? I've just noticed up there that someone hasn't cut in the wall. <laughs> can you see? They've done a, at the top there, you can see where the, where the roller's sort of gone up to the top. So at the top there, can you see where it's slightly... It's very slapdash, Ruth. That would be where they needed to cut in. I think we shouldn't sit here and judge the reasonable <laughs> film studio that allow us to 
pay them it's, a reasonable amount of money to rent here. <laughs> Depends what their attitude is. They might appreciate Ruth's professional eye. You've just so you've just done that. You've just scanned over the room. Do you find yourself doing that in many? Yeah, it's really. And my friends hate inviting me around for coffee. So I'm just looking constantly because flagging my, off their kitchen. My job is to notice these imperfections and fix them for people. It's hard to turn off. It's hard to switch it off. So um, I remember once I, my friends lost me on a night out. And it was because I was in the loo because they'd wallpapered the ceiling. And I was just sat there looking at it thinking, who's done this? It looks terrible. They haven't even matched the pattern. I was in there for about half an hour. <laughs> if you were to walk into a toilet again that had been, it was someone's downstairs toilet. Uh-huh. So it was their guest toilet, I believe. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you open the door, the wall that you see in front of you is completely black. Mm. And then you look to your left, and the wall on your left is also completely black. Mm -hmm. You then look to the right, the cupboard that keeps the toilet rolls is built into the wall, Mm -hmm. is painted black. Mm -hmm. Is everything black? And then you look (laughs) into the... As if you were to turn back out, to come back out. Yeah. So the wall with the door on it. Yeah. That's also black. Okay. Then you look up. You look up at the ceiling and you go, oh, the ceiling's black. <laughs> so everything in there is black. Could have said ex- that at the start. I don't think it would have taken me that long to notice. But in yeah, the, in yeah. the sink, except the sink, except there's a couple of specks because they haven't really done yeah. it. Thingy with the job to cover it up. So the entirety of that toilet is black. What are you thinking? Black paint, I assume, not black mould. It's black chalk paint. Oh. Which room of your house is like this? Downstairs or upstairs? Downstairs guest toilet. Okay. Is it? It was. In our previous house. And what, what's the end goal? What do you want it to look like? I want it to be able to chalk whilst I was having a poo. Okay. So <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought it was a good idea <laughs> that I said, Days, I'm going to paint the downstairs toilet. And she was like, right. And I said, okay, leave me to it. And so I did and I painted it. It started out with like a little chalkboard section because yeah. I thought, oh, it'd be nice for friends and family to come round and if they're having a poo or having a long wee or something, just put a little saying in there for the week or a little, I don't know, a drawing or something. Just It was just, it was nice. Think, You're looking at me as if this fucking madness. No, I thought I, it was a nice little idea, but I got carried away with the paint. I so I the painted whole the whole fucking A friend thing. of mine did that. He just bought a bar in Oswestry and he's in the gents' loos. He's painted the doors with chalkboard paint. So I dread to think what's going to be written on there. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a good bit of fun, no? I mean, I, I don't hate it. I wouldn't, probably wouldn't have it in my house, but, you know. She hates yeah. it. <laughs> um, what are the strangest decorating choices that you have seen not maybe ones that you've been asked to do, but ones where you've been to someone's house and you've thought, oh my goody aunts. Um, I've had a leopard print wallpaper. Again, that was textured. Ooh. Slightly furry. Oh. Mm. I quite enjoyed it. It's that. not live, is it? Like, no, no, I don't think it was leopard skin, like literal leopard skin. No, it, oh, no. Fucking. Um, and I was putting that up. And that was really hard to put up, actually. The pattern was quite hard to match because there were so many spots, obviously. Oh. So, yeah, that was a, a strange choice, um, but quite an eccentric house. So it's sort of. Was it? it it fit in. It looked good in the end. There are some things where I paint it and I think, what on earth is going on? But in the end, actually, it looks really nice. I think people just have different visions, don't they? Is it hard sometimes for people to realise what a finished room will look like? Yeah. The bis- mistake I made, Joe, when I was about 15, I thought, I'm going to paint my bedroom, or the bedroom I shared with my little brother. Mm. And I like the colour blue. You'll have noticed that in all my clothing choices. So I went for a nice blue, Ruth, and only when I'd finished painting it with my mates did I realise that it was a deeply oppressive blue Uh, that made the walls feel like they were crushing me. Yeah. Yeah. All depends on uh, which direction the room's facing as well. Yeah. So south-facing rooms and north-facing rooms, different colours of paint 
much each direction, if that makes sense, because of the sunlight. Hang on, whose house has got movable rooms? No. <laughs> so say you're, my, my house, for example, the bathroom's at the back, it's south-facing. So it gets loads of sun. It's got two big windows, loads of sunlight. So you can paint it any colour because the sun's coming in all day. But the bedrooms are at the front and they're north-facing, so they don't get a lot of sun. They feel quite cold. So then you'd go for a warmer tone of paint to make it feel a bit cosier. If I was just to paint those rooms white, it would feel like a doctor's office, probably. But does it actually make it cosier? Yeah. You can no, tell no, the but difference. does it? Yeah. Does it physically... Because when people have chosen a cool shade for a north-facing room that doesn't get any light, it still it feels really stark, like, a, I don't know, a hotel or something. It's not homely. Right, warm so colours. Is... Give us some warm colours. If, if In this house, in this, this hellhole house that Joe and I have bought together... Yeah. With a uh, chalkboard toilet. Yeah. We've done the elephant breath room, mm-hmm. office slash TV room. We've done the boys' room. That's lovely. I think they've gone overtly olive. And now we need to do some warmth in the kitchen. The north-facing kitchen. North-facing kitchen. North-facing kitchen. The uh, Elephant's Breath and Overtly Olive are really good examples of warm colours. Oh. Yeah, they've got those warm undertones. Orange? Orange, like a burnt orange, yeah. Mm. That would be quite warm. Yeah. So black? No. <laughs> you need so black. How do you get from burnt orange to black? How, much, burn. how burnt is when this When you orange? burn an orange, what colour does it go? Burnt orange. Ridiculous. Like a deep red orange. Deep red. Yeah. Like oh. a crimson pimpernel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's quite warm. Um, you can get warm warm tones of any colour, like blues and greens. You can get warm undertones. And, and likewise, you can get cooler tones. So it, it, I always say to people, you need to get a paint sample. You need to get a paint sample because this paint might look amazing on the website, but... And it might look amazing in your friend's house and you're going to copy them, but your house is facing a completely different direction. It's got different lighting. It's going to look different. You sh- you strike us as someone who's very good at their job. I mean, I've got Thank no you. proof, but well, your word for it and the tone in which you speak about your profession. <laughs> you must have fucked it up, though. Oh, yeah. How many, like, what's the biggest fuck up you've had? Um... Nothing major, but I think any decorator that says they haven't got a little bit of paint on someone's carpet is lying. How have you? No, no. How have you done that? Wait, how have you got paint on someone's carpet? That is, all the precautions are taken. The dust sheets are down. You know, and steady hands. But it happens. It happens. Of course, it happens. You've got a roller that's covered in paint, and you're using it for six hours a day. You're going to get a little tiny little spot on someone. I'm sorry, Ruth, but I think that's unacceptable. <laughs> I think it's that We're only human. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, I'm not asking you to paint my fucking carpet. Not I'm on, asking you to paint my thing. Not on every job, but you know it does happen occasionally. What's, can you get it out? Yes, there's a nifty little trick. Let it, let it dry. Let it dry. Leave and it alone. And then just put something over it. <laughs> no, that was your nifty little trick. <laughs> Move the sofa. Buy the customer a nice new rug and put it down. No, um, let it dry because if you if you start trying to clear it up straight away it's going to spread so let it dry and then you can either scratch it out of the carpet with your fingernail or a little bit of fairy liquid that's all it takes if it's a tiny little spot I mean if it's a whole tin of paint you've knocked over yeah could you trim it out with nail scissors just mm-hmm. take the top oh, yeah that's true Maybe. I'm going to try that have you got any technique to stop when I paint a ceiling mm-hmm. with my roller mm-hmm. fucking goes in my eyes are and you... specks all over my face are you using a roller pole a roller pole a roller pole a roller pole uh-huh. what's a roller pole <laughs> big pole <laughs> and you screw it into the end of your roller rather than standing on a stepladder with a roller like this with your arms above your head to so paint you the ceiling you, can, you could sit down you could <laughs> I like how you take it from that you could do it sitting down rather than what, what else are you doing so you don't get it in your face so you don't get it in your face not an excuse to sit down 
How do you not get it in your face? It's still above you and you look at it. It's above you, but it's also in front of you. So you should always be sort of oh. behind the roll. Because you've got the pole down here. You actually don't have to lift your arms up like this. It's much it's much better for your shoulders and your back. Imagine like a pole vaulter running down the runway, that sort of angle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So the roller is here. And so I, was, I need a and then, polar roller. Yeah. A, a roller polar. Yeah. A roller pole. And as you step... <laughs> roller pole. <laughs> as you step back, you sort of bring the roller with you, but it's still in front of you at all times and then you don't get it in your face. G'day, mate. This episode is sponsored by the following Bonza people. Duke Rupert Allingham. Perry Planet Coulson. That's the ticket, Tommy Pickett. I love you, baby. It's Danny Williams. The locksmith, Emma Lockwood. Easy peasy Matthews. Ratatouille, it's Andrew Hanratty. Tender love and Sean Carey. Alexander Picusa, James Napier and John Sheldrake. Fireman Sam. Williams, Carey the Noble Steed, and the Viking, David Darking. To be more like all of these individuals, go to patreon.com forward slash things people do. Become an official sponsor, get bonus content, and grow the show today. So, perks. Ruth, what do we need? In the old days, it would have been a plug-in radio, paint splattered. Mm. Plug-in radio. Has the game moved on? Is it podcast now? It's podcast. It's headphones. Headphones? Headphones, yeah. So I've had to buy over overhead headphones oh, yeah. like yours. Yeah. Because I used to wear little AirPods that my customers couldn't see, so they'd assume I was ignoring them when they were offering <laughs> me a good see. And as well, because I'm listening to podcasts upstairs or wherever I am in their house, sometimes they'll just hear me burst out laughing. And it must be the weirdest thing because they're downstairs making a cup of tea and they can just hear me giggling away upstairs on my own. Do you have ever have it when the customer's not making the cup of tea yeah. or they've made the cup of tea, offered you one, made you one, brought it up to you and then you just expect, you go, thank you, yeah, very much, and you want to have a sip of that and then you crack on with the job. Mm-hmm. And you assume that's happening mm-hmm. and then you feel these eyes just fucking burning yeah. into the back of your head. Yeah. Do you get customers doing that? I've had a few want to sit down and have a chat and watch me do what I do. Yeah. There are certain things you can do to get them to bugger off, but... Fart. Fart, yeah, that would be a really good one. Yeah, just start scratching my ass and, you know, put them off. Take a pretend call. Take a pretend call or just put my headphones on really passive-aggressively and be like... That is very... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like that, like... Hang them on. Like, really? Yeah, or just go back and two to the van for no reason at all. Just like, yeah, because like they're not going to dispute it, are they? Yeah, no. So, yeah, there the, are I, ways. The only, I'm trying to be balanced with this as a customer. They're paying you for the service. Mm-hmm. They've asked you for the colour. They mm-hmm. they want to know that it's a decent be, a job being done. Mm-hmm. Aren't they entitled to actually stand there and watch you for a bit to make sure that you're not just picking your nose and fucking not doing a proper job do you know what I mean They're yeah getting... maybe but surely that's at the end when I'm finished uh, if they can they can say then oh actually I'm I'm not happy with how long it took or I'm not happy with what you've done that's fine we'll always try and rectify that but yeah to it's sit there so and irritating me. someone's just looking over your shoulder Joe then going yeah you missed a bit Ruth yeah like, sake, or are you going to do that, that bit next and it's like yeah I'm going to get I've got one pair of hands and these people are opting to watch paint dry literally watching paint dry yeah what about people that have tried giving you tips whilst doing it like oh you should do it this way oh you shouldn't use a roller on that wall yeah. you should use a smaller you should use a two inch paintbrush on that one or a seven inch on that one one of my favourite types of clientele that I get is the begrudged husband 
this husband has been promising his wife for about six months a year that he's going to paint the living room, for example. And he never got round to it. And he keeps putting it off and he'll end up in the pub at the weekend. So his wife's had enough and she gets me in. I've had it where he, he, the husband has come home from work and I'm there decorating and he's like, who are you? He had no idea I was coming. The wife has just gone behind his back because he keeps promising to do it and he never did it. And then a little bit of insecurity kicks in and he's like, oh no, I was meant to do this and now there's a girl here doing it. Mm. I should have done it. So he will then say, oh, well, when you do that, why do you do it like that? And have you got that in your toolbox? And I've had the begrudged husbands asking to borrow my tools as well. <laughs> so I do love the begrudged husband. It's quite satisfying. Sounds like them for bar, doesn't it? Or a pub. <laughs> begrudged husband. Mm. Yeah. I should Where like it. those those hang those out. fellas should go. Yeah, so I'll see you down alone. the big garage husband, yeah? <laughs> I thought you were me decorating the kitchen. No, I ain't decorating the kitchen. Mate, I'll have a couple of pints, thanks. I'll come back and do it. Ruth is going to give me a hand. <laughs> Rather than selling pints down the begrudged husband, <laughs> let Ruth happily come and decorate it for us. <laughs> in eggshell? In, no, it wasn't yeah. eggshell. What it was. was. What was the, was Emul- it eggshell? Emulsion. Emulsion, yeah. Emulsion. Yeah. Where we all get emulsion all about... <laughs> Our wives being, oh, they're being mean to us. Right, we're going to get round to it. When Ruth has finished painting the pub where we don't drink, we just sit round getting emotional with... I would like to know, Joe, we've talked about our house. I would like to know how your house is decorated, oh. Ruth. Embarrassingly, there is wood chip wallpaper in both my bedrooms. What? Yeah. You spent so long slagging it off. Well, and now you've what? My friend finds it hilarious that I'm a decorator with wood chip wallpaper in my bedrooms. It's an old Victorian house, and I'm worried that if I pull that wood chip off, A, it's going to take me two, three weeks, and B, the house is going to fall down, because it's, it's probably held up. probably holding the house together at this point. Wallpaper paste is holding your house up. <laughs> I think so. It's on Fucking the ceiling hell. and everything. It's terrible. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Your ceiling? What's the point of being on the ceiling when you can't feel it? To hide imperfections in the really old Victorian horsehair plaster, I imagine. Horsehair plaster? Horsehair plaster, yeah. Oh. We had the bathroom ripped out and there was horsehair plaster behind the sink. Yeah, it's gross. What room in your house are you most proud of? I've lived in this house for three years and I've painted the bathroom four times oh. in three years because I can't decide on a colour. It was grey, emerald green. Too much? Mm. Too much, mm. yeah, far too much. Mm. Small bathroom, so it just felt like a little cave. It's been blue and now it's like a pink, like it's called set, it's setting plaster by Fire and Ball. It's the colour of drying plaster. It's really Oh, nice. I think that's like, like a yeah. warm terracotta. Yeah. Really oh, nice. yeah. yeah. What's that you, called? Setting plaster? Setting plaster. You're going to stick with that? Yeah. I think for the time being. We, uh, <laughs> we are currently in the process of getting the decorators in at ours. We need them to come round, have a look at the place, give us a quote, listen to what we want doing. Some of the ideas that I've had from you here today, Ruth, is making my mouth water. Lickable paint. Lickable wallpaper, making my mouth water, if it's possible. And if it's not, I'll just put plain wallpaper up and then put, like, a circle of jam, (laughs) a circle of Marmite. Yeah. Peanut butter. Blue tack some Haribo on there. Yeah. 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 Oh, fucking hell, Ruth. What about bacon skirting boards? what do you mean? Don't use skirting boards, use bacon. What, crispy, fried, mm. back bacon? Mm. Yeah, good point here. Oh, what else is there? So you can get that squeezy cheese, Ooh, can't yeah. you? A Dairy Lee, mm-hmm. just push one of them up against the wallpaper. Mm. And also, what's the stuff that you can wipe down? Emulsion, emulsion. Eggshell, emulsion. Eggshell, yeah. emulsion. Yeah. So I could, I could put it down as wipeable. Yeah. I could just wipe that off when they've licked most of it off. They, reapply. They, they, you just go again. Yeah, you just reapply. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is going to work. Yeah. How do I stop mould? Uh, ventilation. Oh, I can't buy paint that stops mould. You can, you can, but... We've got a bit of mould in our in our bathroom, our top bathroom in the corner. It gets really quite mouldy, and I th- keep thinking, 
because it's got tiles on one thing and then paint on one wall and then mm-hmm. paint on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, I need to get some mould-proof paint. Your house sounds amazing. <laughs> what, because of the mould? And the chalk paint and the holes in the wall. And... Oh, no, we sold that last place, oh, okay. yeah. Um... <laughs> we just took, took our <laughs> shit ideas to a new place. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, so you need to you need to clean that mold off and, and block it off so it doesn't come back. And then yeah, you can get anti mold paint, but paint can only do so much. If you're not opening the window or you, if you haven't got an extractor fan, then it's gonna come back. Just out of interest, asking for a mate, what's your working radius around <laughs> Cross Whispeth with? Uh, I will I will travel for work. My brother um, lives about six hours away in Cornwall, and he oh. wants me to come and decorate his house. So if people put me up somewhere, I will okay. come and pay. Caravan, haven't you? Yeah. Well, I'll put, I'll put you up, yeah, put you up a ladder so you can reach the ceilings. Yeah. Can I bring the dog? She what did, sort of dog you got? Uh, she's a golden retriever. Yes, she fucking can. And what's she called? Marge. Marjorie. Oh, my God. Guess guess what the name of Daisy's nan was who did the wallpaper? Well, no, no, it's Marjorie. No, it's Diane. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. She's, her name's Maggie. Uh, but we call her Marge. So I think it's written in the stars that me and you be. team up yeah. and do a painting podcast. Okay. Because I'm sick to death of this one. Yeah. With Tom, okay. who does know nothing about DIY. <laughs> 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 and on that note, Ruth, mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And DIY. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. <laughs> Ruth, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you. Joe, I won't beat around the bush here. Ruth was one of my all-time favourite guests on the show. I'm not going to disagree with you, Tom. I'm actually now going to go home and paint all my walls. Well, get, get Ruth to do it. Not get Ruth to do it, pay Ruth to do it. <laughs> I don't think that's part of the deal, mate. Yeah, get Ruth on. Ruth, come fucking paint my walls, will you? What colour will you paint these walls, Mr. Joe Marler? One colour across all four walls or one colour per wall? I'm going to go back and I'm going to paint two of my walls elephant breath mm-hmm. and the other two walls giraffe arse. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really nice. And ceiling? Badger foot. Badger foot. Badger foot for the ceilings. Mm-hmm. You know, black and white just going across. And once that room's finished, I'm going to furnish it with a chaise lounge mm-hmm. and a pillow and a couple of blankets and a box for you to put your clothes in. And that's for whenever you want to come around and stay at mine. Could I have a wardrobe? It has to be a box for my clothes, doesn't no, it? No, it's a box. Mm. I've spent all the money on the fucking paint. <laughs> chaise lounge. It's a nice chaise lounge. <laughs> the thing about chaise lounge is you can't actually lie down on it because it's like a sort of propped up on one elbow. So can I just have a bed? No. Okay. Get what you're given. Okay. A reminder that Joe and I are doing things people did once a month at the Clapham Grand Tickets, Joe, are a laughable £15. For that, you get not one, but two top-notch comedians, plus you and me, messing about round the edges. You can get the tickets, Joe, by clicking in the link in the episode description. In the meantime, Joe... I shall see you next time, sir. So you're not happy with the chaise lounge? Well, look, I'll just have to chop the bit off where you can't relax. Can I have a sun lounger that goes flat? You know, you can sit it up, it goes flat. I'll let you know next time. Bye-bye. Menacing. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Podcast Network.